Good day, viewers. Once more, welcome to the Sit Downs um, podcast. And um, once more, my name is Michael Blake. Today, we'll be talking about um, a post which we made earlier on about titled Everything You Need to Know About NFTs. I'm sure um, a lot of us have been having um, pop-ups and adverts or we've seen it in the news about NFTs, NFTs well, being sold for a large amount of um, money, just um, arts being sold uh, at a huge price. So I took my time to do a vast research about NFTs in general and try and understand for myself. Actually, I actually indulged in, in it personally. I've actually listed um, some of my arts myself to try and understand, to have an in-depth knowledge on what um, the whole NFT is all about. So um, stay tuned um, throughout the entire podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of questions. We'll be explaining, giving you examples, reference, and putting it in different concepts just to let you understand to have a better picture of what um, the NFT is all about. So not to waste much more time, well, let's dive in right now. So the first question that pops up is, um, what are NFTs? So um, from my understanding, NFT is a unique digital token that serves as a proof of ownership stored on the blockchain a form of digital ledger so it's like uh, it's if i'm to break it down or simplify it it looks like or the idea behind nft is a form of authentication or verification and um it's it's been stored on the blockchain which as we all know is like a, a decentralized um a ledger which is also public. And um, what's the full meaning of NFTs? NFTs refer to non-fungible, meaning that it's unique. Okay, and it cannot be replaced um, with something else. In other words, it's a one of one. Okay, no duplicates. You can't get duplicates for it. A typical example will be, um, or what's a typical example of what can be considered as a non-fungible item will be like the Mona Lisa painting by um, Leonardo da Vinci basically it's considered a one of one and any other um, painting in an attempt to replicate um, the original painting by da Vinci will obviously be labeled a fake or a replica okay so um, uh, this, the, this the quality about um, NFT that sets it separate remember it's a, a digital token and um, the, the quality of NFT that sets it separate or differentiates it from um, other um, cryptocurrencies uh, like Bitcoin or the Dogecoin or Shibas is that um, it's a one of one right it's it's it cannot be replaced unlike like bitcoin bitcoin has a matching amount an equivalent um you can exchange a bitcoin for a specified amount of funds right so there, there's a matching value um, in comparison to it but that's a, there's a diff that's a difference between nfts and um, cryptocurrencies like bitcoin so um we're moving forward uh, NFTs are also um, Ethereum-based assets, meaning NFTs are part of the Ethereum blockchain, making it simple to prove ownership through transaction. So the official, I'll say, um, the official, the official blockchain or the official, yeah, the blockchain technology that um, NFT relies on or makes use of is Ethereum. And um, the the major currency or the major yeah currency of exchange um, with NFTs are Ethereum, and um, so Ethereum and blockchain making it simple to prove ownership through transactions, history, and token metadata, which is public which is publicly verifiable once a transaction is completed. 
so it's once more remember the idea behind nft is authentication uh, a form of due diligence and data protection up to an accident so um the the whole setting or the whole structure of it makes it impossible to steal uh, like certificates of ownership or to like manipulate the data NFTs uh, can be classified into two forms or two types. So we have generative and non-generative NFTs. So what are generative NFTs? Um, generative NFTs refers to arts created by a computer script, usually programmed by the artists. And an example of generative um, NFT is the merge. Um, which was created by an anonymous digital artist um, nicknamed Park. The NFT is currently considered as the most expensive NFT and um, to date, and the sale actually took place on December the 6th, I think 2021. And um, the total amount was for, I think, 91.8 million. And the marketplace where it took place was Nifty Get Away yeah nifty gateway on the other hand um non-generative nft is just a typical opposite of generative nfts um in which it's been created by human beings and uh, without the aid of uh, autonomous computer systems so right now what we'll do is um now we've understood or we've um, painted the pictures of what nft is we'll, we'll try and look at a quick backstory of nfts okay and um a quick backstory of it um nfts or the whole concept of nfts have been in existence but um it was first documented i think in 2014 um the first nf the first known nft was named um quantum created by kevin mc cole he's actually a brooklyn um, new york based artist um, the first NFT was considered or w consisted of a form of short video clip made by um, Jennifer MC Cole, I think his wife, under the registered name Namecoin, which was later sold to a Neo Dash for I think about four dollars. So now let's fast forward to uh, October twenty fifth, the first NFT project. Ethereum was launched and um, demonstrated at the DEFCON 1 in London. The term, the, the term NFT, which is what everyone has been using right now, only gained publicity within the ERC-721 standard, first proposed in 2017 via the Ethereum GIT hub. So the whole name... Um, the whole name NFTs or the name NFT um, was only, I think, was only used recently. Yeah, um, the term NFT only gained popularity with the ERC721 standard first proposed in 2017 via the Ethereum GIT hub. So, the uh, a quick backstory of it. The first recorded um, NFT was issued in 2014, and the key names there are Kevin MC Cole and um, his wife, I believe, Jennifer. And it the first NFT was actually a short video, right? And it was sold for an estimate of about four dollars, and um, it was sold for about four dollars, and in 2015 the first nft projects um was launched officially was launched and the name um nfts we are only or we are employed in 2017. okay so um what are nfts or what do we consider nfts number one we've talked about um some of his properties or We've explained out the full meaning of NFTs, which are non-fungible um, tokens, meaning it's one of one, it's unique, it can be replicated. So going much more further, 
NFTs are unique, of course, we know about that. Uh, examples of NFTs that exist today um, to help us have, have an idea of what they are. So NFTs could be a unique digital artwork. It could be a, a sneaker, limited edition fashion line. It could be gaming, um, in-game items. It could be an essay. It could be digital collectible. It could be a domain name. It could be a ticket. So it's, it's, it has no, uh, I'll say, it has no limitations. Okay, what classifies as NFTs or the properties of NFTs or the most important of property of NFT? It has to be unique. Okay, I mean, it, may, it has to be a one of one. So uh, I'll give you an example of um, an NFT. And the typical example of an NFT is um, the first tweet by Jack um, Dorsey, who was the co-founder of Twitter. He sold his first tweets, which um, the, the first tweet was just simply um, him, a Latin, like the public, um, saying, hey, I'm setting up my account, okay, just something like testing microphone, testing microphone, and he sold it for about 2.9 million. So um, that's that there you have an example of an NFT. So possible questions um, or the questions you see from most people who don't get uh, the idea, even me, when I first started, I didn't have, get the full idea of what it is or, or the application. You have questions like, um, why should I um, pay close about, I think um, he sold it for about 2.9 million. Okay, well, why should I pay close to 3 million when I could just simply save the picture? Okay, so that's a question you have there. So, um, you, you have um, the certificate of ownership or unique token. In this case, um, the tweet is transferred um, from... Um, the wallet via the public address once you've completed your transaction let's see you're about to purchase it or you're the one who purchased this uh, the token proves that the copy of the tweet you paid for is the original okay so it's like you pay by it's uh, if you're just copying um, the picture you could copy it but you don't have proof of ownership okay remember the token proves that the copy of the tweet or any NFT you purchase or you paid for is the original. And the private key is proof of or of ownership of the original, yeah. The seller or the content creator's public key serves as a certificate of authenticity for the NFT. It's similar to a certificate of ownership, yeah. The creator's public key serves like a, like a signature indicating that the NFT um, in this case is distinctive and um, the creator's public key is a permanent part of the token remember the blockchain it's like an open ledger right so any transaction is available to the public so any transaction similar to transactions uh, with cryptocurrencies bitcoin for example let's say the blockchain or the transaction is open if you have the the necessary information so the necessary um, public addresses you could verify or check the transactions and open ledger so it also applies to nfts or the situation with nfts or technology behind the nfts it also applies there so the next question you could have is um where can i buy or sell nfts so first off, um, before deciding on uh, a particular platform or marketplace to buy a piece or sell your work as an NFT, um, you first need to have a crypto wallet, right? Which of course by now we all know is completely free. And that could be done if you don't have a crypto wallet, um, that could be done by signing up for any of the cryptocurrency exchanges like Binance, um, Coinbase, Ethero, CoinMama, and uh, many more. So once that's done, after setting up your wallet, you can now proceed to sign up with any marketplace or platform where you could buy an NFT or list yours. So below, I'll be outlining um, some marketplaces. And uh, once I'm not sponsored by any of these marketplaces, there's just like 
um, this public information, I mean, so I'm just highlighting it for all of us. So we have OpenSea, we have SuperRare, we have Nifty Gateway, we have Foundation. So once more, we have OpenSea, we have SuperRare, we have Nifty Gateway, we have Foundation. So the question was, um, how can I buy? Oh, no, sorry. Where can I buy or sell NFTs? So talking about marketplace. So first off, um, I'll be highlighting the process involved in buying NFT with um, OpenSea. Okay. So the marketplace of choice uh, I'll be taking is OpenSea. Why? Because I think it's like the most popular. So um, once more, I'd like to point out there's not a paid advert. This just my opinion, and um, based on the research I I carried out. So at this point in time, and uh, at this point in time, I'd like to believe you have your wallet already. And uh, I'd like to point out that. Um, you can't buy NFTs with all cryptocurrencies because um, most of them are built on like the Ethereum blockchain, like we've already talked about. So you compare only with cryptocurrencies that are on that particular blockchain. So, for example, you could only pay with Ethereum. So, um, in addition, some marketplaces support purchases yeah, using credit cards. Some of them. And um, he has a step-by-step -step procedure on how to purchase your first NFT on a marketplace like OpenSea. So once more, we'll be skipping the process of um, procedure of wallet creation. Want to believe you already have a, um, a wallet and you funded it with um, Ethereum. So the next step is you'll be launching your browser and uh, you'll be navigating to OpenSea homepage. You go to the upper right corner of your screen. You click the wallet symbol. The platform should now prompt you to link your already created wallet. After connecting your wallet, your account will be ready to go. The app should now take you to your profile page, offering insights into any tokens you've created, collected, or favored for purchase for for potential purchases. If you wish to change your account from unnamed, head to the settings symbol in the right section of your picture to customize your profile. You have to pass a security prompt and sign an agreement to continue. Choose your username and add some information and include your email address. Explore OpenSea to find the NFTs you want to purchase. Review collected information about your NFTs. Ask pricing history. As pricing history can give you an insight when considering any further investments pertaining to that particular assets proceed to link to click the buy now once you have made your decision on the nfts of your choice you will then need to cross-examine several details about the purchase before finalizing the transaction and it helps to ensure you are really getting what you paid for once you're done cross-checking you should proceed to the checkout and review the total price of the purchase, which costs, which will include like um, fees. You, you have to check like the total um, amounts, which involves some costs, gas fees and all of that. So once you have agreed um, to the entire platform's um, terms, you can now hit checkout to complete the transfer. This should bring you to your wallets, outlining the entire cost. Click confirm and you should be good to go. To check out the NFT in the wallets, go back to your profile and choose in wallets. In the left section of the screen, 
the platform may take some time to process your request, but it should show your NFTs after a few seconds. Minting your NFTs on OpenSea or listing your NFTs on OpenSea. The procedure to list your art is quite straightforward. Open, you have to open the OpenSea and log into your account, click on your profile picture. And the top right, go to your profile, pick the NFT you wish to sell from your wallet, click the NFT you would like to sell from your wallet, select sell to get redirected to the listing page, select your, your type and price of your piece in addition to your, you could set like a fixed price or an auction, right? So you have an option here to select if you're selling to select as a fixed price or provide like an auction where people could um, bargain on the price so once you have everything sorted out click complete listing okay but um you, you should note that um you should note basically um for the first listing you have to initialize your wallet so what is uh, initializing it simply means you have to complete two one-time transactions the first one is to initialize your account for selling and the other is to grant items access to open c when a sale takes place so uh, that's um how to buy your first nft and how to sell your first at work as an nft so um we'll be looking at some of um I'll say the applications of NFTs. Remember, I look at it as a technology, right? A form of verification. So I'll be looking at it in the sense and the concept of its application, right? So um, the the first um, application we'll be looking at it at is collectibles. NFTs can serve as collectibles. This particular use is said to have spiked like the NFT um, sales volume by up to about, I think, 24%. So example of collectibles, you have like the NBA um, shots, um, sports collectibles, which is like a top shot NFT marketplace for buying, selling and trading videos of um, favorable or your favorite NBA player moments. It's a typical example of uh, NFT being used as collectibles. So the other we have is in gaming, like the gaming industry, like it's no stranger, like we know to the concept of virtual assets and um, crypto uh, currencies. Like you have some games have like you win points, you could trade skins, things like that. For those who are into gaming, you understand what I mean. So NFTs are like um, booming in the gaming industry as they like allow game elements to be um, discarded while making it easier for the transfer or trade of virtual assets between gamers so you have ad protection and um, there's a debate that prior to the inception of nfts digital assets had um, no protection from copyrights rights infringements but nfts have like remember provided uh since it's unique and um you have to have certain certificates or credentials it's it solves or it provides a solution for for um for the problem of like copyrights and um i'll just say infringement in general because and then show proof of ownership authenticity eliminates counterfeiting copyright infringements and fraud basically so we have license and certificates so nfts have um, recently been used in authentication of licenses and certificates for diplomas or licenses administrators administrators of universities and employees could save a lot of time by accessing these licenses with the functionalities of nfts so certificates and license in the form of nfts remove the burden for of checking or going through the whole record books so um going much more further um we've looked at the application of um, NFTs in different industries so we'll be looking at what's the future holds for NFTs across industries also
So we have speculations by analysts indicate that by the end of 2022, the NFT markets should surpass about 2.3 billion. It's expected that more creators, musicians, artists, brands, and icons will continue joining the metaverse, ensuring the evolution of this technology. So the future of NFT in the gaming industry, it's a fact that some NFTs have considerably traded at an overinflicted value, sure, leaving many to speculate the longevity and the value. So a lot of people similar consider like the NFT technology as a bubble, just a waiting to bust. But NFTs, um, in my opinion, up to a certain extent, are here to stay basically in the gaming industry and why say that is because the nft tokens are being used for like in-house app purchases making it valuable and like currently tradable within the gaming community once more the gamers they understand when it comes to gaming large corporations see nfts as like a, an avenue um, to make a continuous revenue stream out of digital content so we'll be taking um a company like Ubisoft, um, UBI Soft, um, when speaking of its own NFT initiative um, called like the Quartes, which currently only sells NFTs for Ghosts, um, Recon, Breakpoints, The Assassin's Creed, and Far Cry. Um, the representative said the experiment with NFTs is meant to understand how the value proposition of decentralization can be received and embraced by their players knowing the major changes take time on the other hand so um this is a kind of um the representative once more he he said um the experimental nfts is meant to understand just for the value or just to try and understand it and see how they could adapt it to their their own ecosystem so um going over to the next company epic games uh epic games are not uh not welcoming of nfts as this can be recognized in the twist issued by the epic games ceo tim Okay, he says we aren't touching NFTs as the whole field is currently tangled up with an intraceable mix of scams, interesting decentralized tech foundations and scams. So, not uh, every company is receptive of um, the idea of NFTs, but I think um is something <clears throat> which in the future or which will progressively be adapted by a lot of companies as that's the same with like cryptocurrencies uh bitcoin for example when it first um started a lot of companies uh, were not receptive to it but with the current flow i think companies get adapted to it but remember the main priority of companies are to do business and to facilitate or to keep their customers happy and um, adapt with the flow of the customers basically so if the customers are swinging in that direction i'm sure they will be forced to actually bend towards that direction in order to stay relevant or stay in business so the next industry we'll be looking at is the real estate industry and um, in the real estate industry smart contracts can be concluded digitally and easily enabling digital land registrations and making available easy access and verification of the ownership information of the assets be basically being recorded on the blockchain in this process all details such as like ownership construction plans the location and investors rights are mapped all mapped will be accessible in digital form being recorded in a smart contract so basically every information pertaining for an example let's say uh, uh a building which could involve the building plan the surveying plan um, evidence of payments just all documents pertaining to that building could be made available um, on a smart contract and being accessed digitally just made 
um, available on demand instantly in a digital form. So that's the whole idea. Or this, the this is uh, that could be the future of NFT application in real estate. Actually, it's being used right now. So the value of the property is then distributed among a fixed um, number of tokens and issued to investors. So the benefits of NFTs for the real estate industries are obvious, right? Anyone who has bought or sold a property knows like um, the paperwork, extra account, crazy fees that are involved in, in buying a property, all the documentations, licenses, and all of that. So NZ could have the power to clear all that or make it much more easier, make it much more fast, um, hasty. So like in a sluggish industry like the real estate um, industry, NFT could be a catalyst and... Um, just to make things much more faster so the next um industry we'll be looking at will be basically um life events and concerts things like life events concerts orchestras operas and all of that so nfts have their um importance there across like tickets like um, sales and um, proofs uh, attendance protocols all of that so currently um musicians bands event planners and stage performance are taking advantage of this like evolution for example like the yellow hat actually minted 18 gold tickets issuing front row um, concert tickets at every kings of leon tour for life as part of their nfb nft campaign and uh, this could be like a deliberate strategy also on the other hand by the band to ensure that um, uh, to just create a perceived value, right? The band auctioned them um, six of the NFTs while the remaining 12 are uh, like vaulted once more to boost the value. So it would be like treated like a rare piece kind of situation. And um, they are being considered as the first band to release uh, music in form of NFTs, an NFT. So the next um, application or the uh, application, not application or the next, the future, the perceived future of NFT across industry. And next industry we'll be looking at is consumer and luxury goods. The main idea behind like NFT once more is authenticity and uniqueness. So luxury goods that cost large amounts of money, funds, and um, whose value whose value is attributed to its authenticity, NFTs could play a huge role in the aspects, whereby um, physical products by authentication and tracing valuable information such as the place, time, and um, the product number, things like that, could make, um, could ensure that buyers have like the confidence in spending a large amount of money uh, for the rights and um, product let's just put it like that so with number one it eliminates like counterfeits and uh, eliminates all forms of doubt about the products and um, the product and its exact value for an example let's say rare watch right and um, is being listed on let's say one of this marketplaces and but the contract or the with digital contract you could be able to see exactly when it was created you could see all the information of all the pieces down to a T so it plays a huge role in giving um, the buyer confidence in paying a huge amount of money um, for whatever he's paying it for or the goods he's paying it for so the next um, industry we'll be looking at is healthcare the future of NFT in healthcare and um, the healthcare age um, basically in, in the healthcare industry it gives um, patient full ownership and control of let's say their data then um, having their data being auctioned to companies and um, this level of ownership allocates a level of leverage let's say to patients uh, with looking at it in, in a monetary um, point of view so it gives um, patients a level of leverage for patients, right, to monetize their, their data by themselves, right, and having companies profit, all of them. And um, some healthcare, um, 
some healthcare institutions have already started um, adapting this technology. So we have Index has already started like exploring the possibility of potential NFT in this healthcare industry. And um, they, it has a, a medical um, NFT marketplace where patients participate in transactions involving their health um, data. Also saving them the trip of, let's say, going back and forth to clinic or physical or medical healthcare center with, let's say, their, how their reports or medical reports. So once more, with um, the necessary information so you could key in and you have a full um, pull down of the entire uh, the, your entire medical record let's say you're switching hospitals so instead of getting a hard copy of all of it you could just transfer the necessary uh, information to the other um, to the other to the other medical center and they'll have a full downpour of your whole medical history day of treatment time place what you have been treated for procedure you're being implied so um that's it so like all things have um positives um they also have um, a certain amount of negatives so we'll be looking at nfts and the possible controversies surrounding them so number one we have energy consumption and um uh, a common misconception about NFTs is that um, creating an NFT demands a considerable amount of energy. And it's important to understand that making NFTs are not the issues with um, high energy cons uh, consumption. What consumes high energy is the proof of work of lesser consensus algorithm that, that Ethereum uses to verify transaction the entire process used for the verification of um, a product or, or, or verification of a transaction that's the, the thing itself that consumes or the procedure itself that consumes uh, a high amount of energy so the ethereum network um, uses almost as much electricity as Lib libya i believe and in depth looked into Ethereum NFT energy usage. So, what we'll be doing right now is we'll be trying to understand uh, how much energy does an Ethereum NFT use. So, Ethereum transactions use roughly about 48 kWh kilowatts, which can be um, equivalent to roughly the amount of energy used by US households. For about 1.5 days nfts are also estimated to an average use of about 45 kilowatts in an entire lifetime taking into consideration all transactions the large energy consumption comes from like competition from numerous miners to tokenize of the nft only the first one was successfully received like commissions for their work while all the other miners use like energy without receiving commission so it's it's more like um a hunger game kind of situation not to use that word hunger game it's just like it's more like um who gets there first right it's a race who gets there first who gets there first wins the prize the others and not for now or they're based on research I have, um, they are not rewarded for also their participation in the race. So the energy consumption is, let's say one transaction is being put out there, right? So you have, for one transaction, you could have numerous miners um, trying to carry out verification on the transaction or to tokenize it. So let's just say one gets it. And let's say we have about a hundred thousand others also competing for that. So just that one gets it, and the whole um, hundred thousand also are trying to uh, also also tokenize it. Same with the one who got it. So the one who gets it gets rewarded in terms of commission, and the others don't get anything. So do you have energy consumed in the entire process? 
So that's the the major. Um, that's one of the major problems we have with NFTs, which energy consumption. So on the other hand, you have um, climate impacts. So individual pieces of um, crypto arts, which are like non fungible tokens, are less partially responsible for the millions of tons of planet heating. Um, carbon dioxide emission by the cryptocurrencies used to buy and sell them. So once more, um, we'll be looking at the carbon footprint. So consumption of computing power is said calculated that a piece of NFT art named a coronavirus consumed an incredible about um, 192 kilowatts in its creation. That's equivalent to one europe union's residents entire energy consumption for two weeks so you could imagine an nft arts the energy used to create an nft art is equivalent to let's say someone in germany's um entire energy consumption for two weeks so and the space cats an nft that was basically like a gif of a cat and a rocket heading to the moon any of you you could google it space cards nft so they said that the space cards um, carbon footprint is equivalent to an eu residence electric usage for two months an analysis was carried out by uh, memo a digital artist who analyzed about eighteen thousand no, about 1,800 NFTs and found that the average NFT has a carbon footprint um, somewhere lower than that of space cats, but still equivalent to more than a month's worth of electricity for a person living in the EU. So that's a, a high use of um, electricity and it's, on the other hand, it's not just electrical um, consumption it's also um, carbon emission so that's um, so that's a downside on two ways so number one high cost of electricity and on the other hand um, a, a huge amount of carbon uh, emission so next we have um, some of the controversies we have surrounding NFTs we have scams and um, the NFT market, like we know, has exploded over the past year, and um, with NFT um, sales soaring past about um, 24.9 billion in about 2021, I believe. The boom has also, like we know, coincided with a massive um, flow of like fraud. When XMH showed one platform flagged about 90,000 potential NFT fakes in just three months. And um, the chief operations officer at Devon's Arts, which is like an online platform with over about 61 million registered users where like artists um, display their digital art and sell um, physical prints, say that um, they flagged about close to about 90,000 potential fake NFTs in just three months. And that's a huge number so um we'll be looking at some of the nft scams just to get you guys um safe to keep you guys safe and just aware of um, what's going on out there so number one we have um phishing scams and let and pop-ups so um there's a constant rise in fake malicious pop-ups operating via discord telegram and other public forums Linking normal-looking login pages such as um, MetaMask or other um, popular websites asking users for their private wallet keys or 12-word um, security seats face phrase with the aim of defrauding them. So there's just a typical example where you could have um, a fake site having, let's say, a similar name a domain name not totally if you look closely it's not totally um it's not totally correct for an example you could see if it's um a typical example could be a typical example could be 
let's say the 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 website for OpenSea is OpenSea.io. So a typical example of their phishing scam could be um, the scammer could get um, a domain name similar to um, the OpenSea and just duplicate the entire website. But the main idea is um, just to get your information or demand you um, pull out your 12 um, your 12 word phrase. Remember the 12 word phrase is the most important um, security, I'll say security detail or security credential of any of your wallets or any um, any business you're conducting via blockchain or decentralized um, I'll say platform at this point in time. So they could they could structure a platform, a website just to harvest uh, information pertaining to your account. So the other is catfishing and um, fake personas. So catfishing is an NFT means um, basically to create a fake profile or impersonate another real collector digital artist with ulterior motive and the motives uh, the motive is just basically to either take your NFTs or defraud you for funds or to sell it um, just to get something from you which isn't um, what you intended to pay for or intended to buy so basically um, that's it so on the other hand we have um, pump and dump so this um, also occurs in like stocks basically and um, of course it's really when a group of people buy up a bunch of NFTs similar to like stocks or with the aim of artificially like boosting the price of um, the product thereby creating a certain amount of like demand right and um, once the demand has been increased and uh, the price was spiked up then it's been dumped in the sense that they pull out um, their funds just basically and um, it's been pulled out and, uh, and or been sold costing the price to plummet right it's done in a lot of it's done a lot on stock market so um it's also applicable also on nfts so on the other hand you have um untrustworthy storage sites okay it's important when you're dealing with crypto um, wallets and nfts you need to use like trustworthy nft marketplaces or, to, or trustworthy platforms to carry out any transactions with either crypto wallet or nfts just to ensure your nfts don't go missing once you purchase them when dealing with untrustworthy um storage sites because once more most of them are like um totally poor at offering security and protection and on the other hand it might be designed with the main purpose of like luring in people just to defraud them so you have to be um, you have to do your due diligence you have to watch out you have to you have to just ensure that um, you do your proper research or due diligence before you indulge in this okay so the other hand is um we'll end this um podcast with um this section and the section is um what does the future hold for nfts that was a question asked by someone so um this is my opinion on it uh, nfts and ethereum they solve like some problems that exist across the internet today right they're affecting like various sectors and um this um the, the problems which they solve is a step towards the um i'll say the invention and enablement of fiscal aspect uh, assets in digital formats right nft lies in the creation of new markets and possible investment opportunities nfts are becoming more sophisticated being integrated within our current like financial infrastructures as everything aims at becoming more digital there will be like need to replicate like properties or fiscal items like scarcity uniqueness and proof of ownership the future of NFT is looking like greener as um, Ethereum is currently going through a series of upgrades. 
that will replace like the mining with like staking and this and if this is done um, research shows that this will remove computing power as a security mechanism reducing like the ethereum carbon footprint by about 99 points um, nine percent basically so by re by replacing mining with staking they'll be cutting down on um, both computing power and if computing power has been cut down on so do, so is um, um, the carbon emission also being uh, the problems also being tackled so the next problem or the next concern or the next opinion people have is should I buy an NFT or should I invest into NFTs and um, this is my opinion about it um, investing into NFTs is largely like a personal decision if you have the money to spare and it may be worth considering but keep in mind that the value is based entirely on what someone else is willing to pay for it the demand drives the price rather than like fundamental technical economical indicators so it's what someone's willing to pay for it that's the only point in time the value is being created unless it's it's some kind of rare piece at which uh, already the, the the value is um it's being rare right and number one is being unique that's a property of nft but for it to sell that much uh, factors a lot of factors play on it you have marketing you have um the the creator you have so that the underlying factor there is just marketing right marketing how is it being marketed number one you could have a product but uh, how do you advertise it to people and um how do you advertise to people and to how to get the right audience so as nfts become more mainstream um they will become more liquid making it easy easier to buy and sell them and um as any other asset requires informed decision making before financial commitments nfts is no different so um i'll be ending this podcast here and um, if you have any questions, feel free to leave your comments below. And um, for now, it's bye. Till we meet next time. I'm still your host, Michael Blake. Stay safe and stay informed. Thank you.